What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Another good one for you today, as always. As training camp has started, the news and topics roll in every day. Got some things to break down that have come out of training camp over the last couple days. Some Pat McCaw. Not news, but news, I guess. <laughs> Clay Thompson is always interesting. Kevin Durant had some interesting things to say. We're going to get to all of that coming up next. You're on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Another interesting one for you. As training camp has started, we start getting daily interviews and training camp updates and training camp speculation. And apparently we are basically doing 2019 free agency in 2018. Is, is what I can get from from the initial reports coming out of Warriors training camp. I've listened to a lot of Warriors podcasts and read everything and all that, and all the reporting is pretty... leans to the negative, I guess. And maybe it's just because a team that is great, you get tired of writing about how great they are. The only thing you can speculate on is when the bottom will fall out, I guess. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure that out. I've always tried to figure it out, especially the last four years with the Warriors, because it always seems to lean towards, I don't know, this could be the year that so-and-so leaves or that they don't play well or this or that, which I found kind of weird. And I don't know why I just went there, because I think I just interrupted my own self to say that, but whatever. But... Back to uh, what I was talking about with training camp starting. Basically what I'm saying, guys, is I'm not going to be that negative guy. I'm going to try and bring you at least positive spins. I'm not going to always talk about, which I I think I'm guilty of, but I'm not going to always talk about the 2019 free agency and who's leaving and what could go wrong and this and that. So I can't promise this is the last time I'll talk about it because everyone else is talking about it, but I'm going to try and leave it. Because I find it kind of annoying myself because it's, like most of the Warriors players said, that's something that they're not going to know about or be able to figure out until July 2019. So why worry about it in September 2018? So anyways, back to training camp. Some fun. Clay Thompson is just a funny dude, whether it's intentional or not. I think he's got a great outlook on life. I think we'd all be better if we, we were Clay Thompson. Obviously, if we were Clay Thompson, but if we had Clay's mindset, I think we'd all be be happier people. Uh, Pat McCaw, what the hell is going on? Kevin Durant had some interesting things to say, but I want to start with Pat McCaw. And like I just said, what the hell is going on? This one surprises me. It really does. I figured he would be at media day and at the first day of training camp. It's technically not a holdout because he hasn't signed his qualifying offer, so he's not... He doesn't have a contract, so it's an absence. I don't know what you'd call it, but it's basically a holdout, which is mind-blowing to me because his leverage is minimal. 
His leverage is none, pretty much. He he had a nice rookie year. He sure did. And I had high hopes for him. I still do. But the bottom line is he regressed last year. He did not have a good second season. And the Warriors can use him. And he could be a useful player to them. And I do hope he shows up. But I don't know what kind of info or advice he's getting to where they think it's a good idea for him to not show up to training camp because he's losing ground right now. Every day he misses at training camp is an opportunity for Daniel House or Marcus Derrickson or any of the other fringe players out there. Exhibit 10 guys, you know, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Ulis. And I'm going to get to the roster a little later because I do like what they're doing with their roster uh, on the fringes at least. Well, obviously I like what they're doing everywhere else too, but... I, I am intrigued by what they're doing on the fringes and, and the uh, Santa Cruz effect it could have to on the, the Santa Cruz team. But I'll get to that later, but I, I don't know what Pat's doing. Because if he... His qualifying offer expires October 1st, which then means the Warriors can just offer him a, minim, a minimum uh, deal, which then is, I think, $200,000 less, maybe a little bit less than that or more than that, whatever. It basically, I think his qualifying offer was 1.74 and his minimum offer would be something around 1.5. So I'm, I just don't understand. You, you don't have, you don't have leverage. You definitely re- regressed, didn't have that good of a year last year. And now you're actually sitting out some training camp. It just, I just don't get it. Uh, Anthony Slater of The Athletic had an interesting theory, conspiracy theory here, that maybe there's a team out there that doesn't want to give him a qualifying offer because they think Golden State will just match a qualifying offer. But they have told him, if you can be, if you can get basically cut, and become an unrestricted free agent, we'll have a deal for you. We'll have, you know, a two-year, $6 million deal, something like that. Which, look, that's just a conspiracy theory. There's no, there's nothing to it. But it's interesting. And at this point, it's one of the only things that would make sense. Because I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't know what he's doing. Apparently, the Warriors have a, I think, like a two-year extension on the table for him with a team option in the second year. And another thing Anthony Slater said that I didn't really want to say, but it seems kind of, I don't know, kind of obvious, I guess. I don't think he wants to be a Warrior. And Ethan Strauss, I know I just keep, I'm I'm throwing to Slater and Strauss, but they, they just said these things that I found pretty interesting both of the athletic shout out the athletic that it's possible that the warriors with the golden state wits not the best place for a young player to develop because there's such high stakes for everything so you're not going to be able to make the same you know young player mistakes that you could somewhere else and i understand all of that but the biggest problem is, look, the other offer isn't out there. At least not in restricted free agency. And bottom line is he's still a restricted free agent. And 
even though they have a spot for him, have some playing time for him, he's not a top rotational guy. Jacob Evans could take that spot. Damian Lee could take that spot. Daniel House, Marcus Derrickson, Alfonso McKinney could all take that spot. And he's costing himself right now. So I don't get it. I want him to be in camp. I want him to be on the team. I do think he's a useful player. But if he doesn't want to be here, you got I don't know. You got to figure something out. Maybe they could trade him. I don't even know. I don't know what you could get for him. Maybe they could get a second-round pick that they haven't been able to buy last year. Who knows? But that's the Patrick McCaw stuff, which is just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. If you guys have a theory or, or an idea as to why he's doing this, or if you think he's right, hit me up on Twitter, at CTH415. I want to hear what you guys have to say. But I just, I, I'm baffled by it. I, I honestly am. I understood why he didn't sign up until training camp started. And now that he's sitting out training camp, it makes zero sense. Zero sense. But apparently he has a plan. Apparently he knows what he's doing. Because I sure as hell do not. This is Locked On Warriors, you guys. And the Locked On NFL is becoming everyone's favorite daily NFL podcast. Monday, it's the local experts on the biggest stories of the week. Tuesday, former NFL quarterback Sage Rosenfels joins Matt Williamson. Wednesday, it's Mike Renner of Pro Football Focus. Thursday, it is the great Mike Sando of ESPN. And Friday, you get Matt's picks. NFL fans, definitely go check out Locked On NFL. This is Locked On Warriors. We're going to take a quick break, come back, talk about Clay and KD. Had some funny things to say and some interesting stuff also. That's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm Charles T. Hamilton, your host. And I wanted to get to some things... uh, that I found funny and interesting, and I think most of you agree with me out there that Clay Thompson is funny. He's just, almost everything Clay does cracks me up, even hitting nine threes in a quarter. It's just, it. it's all just funny, man. Oh, by the way, uh, Clay Thompson has a beard, so the rest of the NBA, uh, y'all done f***ed up now. You know what I mean? Like, you're done. He's got a beard. You're f***ed. So I just, you know, just wanted to let you guys know, put that out there for you. Uh, No, Clay (laughs) had media day recently where he was asked questions about his free agency and just whether he'll get a, he thinks he'll get an extension done before the season starts, before free agency or if he'll wait, blah, blah, blah. Again, I know it's kind of annoying talking about, you know, July 2019 and September 2018, but he had some interesting things to say about it, so I'm going to throw to that and then come back and break those down. Clay, obviously you've got your contract expiring next summer. I know you don't like a big deal made about it, but the Warriors have said they would like they're, they want to talk to you about doing the deal before. Uh, what, what's the likelihood in your mind that you do have a deal done before it expires? Uh, I'm not sure. That's why I got to... That's why I got my agent. He helps me with these things, especially that's when he really gets his money's worth during this time, these times. But um, as long as uh, I'm here in this Warrior uniform we're, and we're able to compete for championships, that's what my sole focus is on, is just trying to get this 
win another championship and enjoy the ride along the way because it goes by fast, as we all know. Second row, left-hand side, Phil. Clay, you just mentioned enjoying the ride along the way, and Bob Myers and Steve Kerr both said some similar things looking ahead to this season. How do you balance that with the obvious discipline that it takes to accomplish what you want to accomplish? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I think it just comes with um, just having a healthy appreciation of the game of basketball and a love for the game that unwavers, you know, during tumultuous times. And I think with our team, we're lucky because our best players truly love the game. That has a trickle-down effect to every, every single man on this team as well as the front office and the training staff and the coaches. So, um... Although you want to look to the future and think, oh, we could, you know, cement ourselves as one of the greatest dynasties ever if we do this, uh, you got to fight that urge as hard as you can because we are very lucky to play on a team that gets the attention we do, especially on the road. Going to these different arenas and having to sell out every night is something that we don't take for granted. So that's what I mean about enjoying the ride. Just uh, don't try and shortcut it to the playoffs or the finals. Just try and. Even this Saturday with our first preseason game, just trying to enjoy every minute we get of, you know, this attention because it doesn't last forever. Front row, left-hand side, Monty. Clay, as much fun as you've had with this group and as much as you guys have accomplished, uh, is there a part of you that's at least curious about what it's like to be a free agent? Because you've never been, that, never been one before. Uh, to be honest, not really. I think when guys go on a free agency, they're searching for a situation like mine or similar to our team, so... I'm uh, perfectly content here. This is, uh, just look around the walls and all the art and just see I was a part of this buildup is pretty uh, just what keeps me motivated, keeps me want to, wanting to be a warrior for my whole career. That was Clay Thompson at Media Day. Just a little snippet of what he said. Clay doesn't love talking to the media. He does well, though. At least a lot better than when he was a rookie, man. He, uh... Sometime this year, I'm gonna need him to sit down with Damian Jones and get Damian Jones to loosen up too. But we'll, we'll we'll get to that when we when we need to. But I want to get to some of the things he said because Clay is Clay's like the Matthew McConaughey of the NBA. Just man, just living living the dream. L I V I N, you know, just enjoying the ride. Let me just knock down some threes, win some rings, go kick it with Rocco. That's all he does, man. He's just, he's got it figured out. But one of the things I enjoy that he said was, enjoy the ride. I think the question was about media focus and this and that and blah, 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 and kind of all the peripheral stuff that's become a big deal, which is kind of annoying, but it has it has become a big deal, and it is part of it, and I, I just have to deal with it. I need to quit complaining about all that, but I'm a complainer. What can I say? But he said, just enjoy the ride, and that's the biggest thing, I think, for this Warriors team. And Clay also mentioned enjoy the ride in the sense that we can't just fast forward to the playoffs and the finals. We have to focus, play well, but at the same time enjoy what we're doing. And he said it even starting on Saturday, you know, in the the – their first preseason game, which I'm juiced for. But I, I just enjoy that he said that. I think it was a good point. And 
Like I said, Clay's got it figured out, man. He's got it all figured out. And then when it came down to his contract, I thought he said some some things that we all kind of figure are the case, but to hear it from him is interesting because, I don't know, some could argue that it kills his leverage, but he wants to be a warrior. He said he wants to be a warrior. There isn't anywhere else he wants to go. Uh, when people do leave in free agency, they're searching for a situation like mine, and that's a quote from him, which I thought was great because as long as the Warriors are willing to offer him maybe not max money, but at least damn close, where else would you want to be? What would be the point of leaving? The whole idea of having your own team. Okay, Clay gets his own team and they're an eighth seed. Or Clay stays in the Bay Area where, he, where he's a legend. Like a straight-up legend, never have to pay for a meal in his life and potentially win a bunch more championships. Like... I don't know why that's so hard for people to comprehend. And maybe it's because they've never been to the Bay Area. Or maybe they don't like it. Maybe it's not for everyone. But as far as I'm concerned, like, I don't know if there's another place I'd rather... If I was a professional athlete that had a choice of any city, Bay Area would be up there with, you know, the other big ones that people claim are great, like New York, which pass, hard pass, every single time. For me, personally, no thanks. Uh, L.A., whatever. California's all good. Miami, you know, places like that, sure. But the Bay is right up there with all of them for me. And it's good to hear from a player like Clay that he wants to be around. Now, I know fans are going to enjoy that too because I don't think you're going to get that same commitment or whatever. I mean, it's not a commitment. It's just he wants to be here. But you're not going to hear that same stuff from Kevin Durant this year, which is fine because I don't. he at least wants to keep his options open. And since he left OKC, I think he learned... At the very least, if you're not sure about returning, don't say you're going to return. Don't you know? I think, or look, I, I think OKC was going to get their pitchforks and their their tiki torches, uh, regardless of whether he said it or not. But it was just something for them, for fans and and you know certain writers to fall back on. He said he'd stay. So I think K- uh, KD is going to stay away from, from saying things like that. Clay was interviewed to also today and had some other interesting stuff to say that I'm going to throw to right now. Is, is part of the reason you've come out so kind of forcefully that you want to be here is because you're going to try to cut down some of the speculation this season uh, when you go to cities and people are probably going to ask your agency questions? Uh, not really. I just don't really care. It's just how I feel, to be honest. I just, uh, this place is it's home, and uh, I, I, I I love, love living in the Bay Area. So there it is. Basically what I was saying before. He just loves the Bay Area. It's how he feels. and So, yeah, Clay says what he feels, man. But basically just reiterating what I was saying before. Shout out Anthony Slater for that sound. He, uh, That's him answering the question. Or excuse me, asking the question. And if you couldn't hear it, he was, uh, the recording's a little rough. Anthony Slater basically asked if he was so forceful about wanting to stay with the Warriors, so to kind of knock down speculation about his free agency coming up. And uh, Clay just basically said, no, it's just how I feel. I want to be a Warrior. This is is home. I love living in the Bay Area. So there's that, kind of reiterating what I was saying before. Uh, We're going to take another quick break, and then KD had some things to say about his potential to win Defensive Player of the Year and whether he thought that it was possible or not. 
and that's going to be coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. But before we do, check out Locked On NBA. It never went away and is still here for you every day. Locked On NBA is your daily national NBA podcast. Every Monday, get the local experts on the biggest stories and then stay with Locked On NBA all week long with daily 30 minutes on everything going on in the NBA. Follow for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell your smart speaker to play Podcast Locked On NBA. Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. KD, Kevin Durant, was asked a question earlier this week about whether he thought he would be able to get Defense Player of the Year or if that's something he was focused on. He actually had a pretty interesting answer that I am going to play for you right now. You know they're not going to give me <laughs> anything. <laughs> even if it's on the fence, I have to be clear-cut better than everybody for me to even get a look. So, How do you not, think that is? I mean, it's just pure hate for me, obviously. Um, and no, not appreciation, no appreciation for my real skill for the game. But I get it. I understand where we're coming from. I understand what we have here in this building that scares everybody. But for me, I was just proud of the growth that I had in that area, whereas I just wanted to be able to be relied on um, to guard anybody, you know, accolades, that stuff, I, I kind of, that stuff is kind of long gone for me unless it's like, you know, finals or something like right. that, where it's probably pretty even, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, regular season awards. I mean, I'm never going to get a look when it comes to that, especially playing here for the Warriors. You were checking James Harden on the ball in the Western conference finals. Are these folks not watching? Yeah. They're so not. How about- <laughs> that sound comes from 95, seven, the game, Papa and Bonte shout out Bonte Hill. San Francisco State uh, alumni, classmate of mine, go Gators. Oh! <laughs> uh, so it was interesting, interesting what he said. I agree with some of it. I don't know. Uh, I, I do agree with on the Warriors with four other All-Stars now that to get recognition for Regular season awards, you do have to be the clear-cut favorite, clear-cut best because just because of who you play with. It's hard to get that recognition when you're not the one person taking the team over the top. I don't know about all the hate and stuff like that. I mean, that's mostly fans. But there are some reporters who still who can't help but hang on to their bitterness over KD being a warrior. I just thought it was interesting for him to come out and say it. Is it something that he's okay with? I, I don't know. I don't know how he feels about it, but I would imagine he doesn't like it considering he brought it up and all that. So, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I think there's some truth to it. But, I mean, does he – has he deserved Defense Player of the Year? Maybe two years ago I could see him getting some love for it last year. Uh, He kind of fell off in the second half. So I think the other thing also is it's for this team, it's about postseason. It's about the championship, and it should be. And I think postseason awards matter more than regular season awards. Regular season awards are great if you don't win a championship, honestly. Um, I, I, it's something that I've learned over the last couple years being a, a Warriors fan that they're almost consolation prizes if you don't win a championship. 
and I don't want to knock it down. It's great that you played great for those 82 games. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. KD, just being KD, man. I, I think he's very calculated in what he says also. I don't think he just says stuff off the top of his head, you know. So maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting, though. And somewhat correct, also. Somewhat right. So this has been Locked on Warriors. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back later with another one of these. Hopefully you'll be back. I will definitely be here. Get ready for Saturday, man. We're going to have NBA basketball. And it's so much better than preseason football. Uh, the, the, pre, the spring training, preseason, whatever you call it, in the NBA is the best because, look, we're actually going to see Steph and Clay and KD. Uh, it's too bad we're not going to see Cousins. That would be cool. But I think it's better that, for my interest at least, that we won't get our first look at Cousins until, you know, probably early January. So that's just me. But anyways, thanks for listening. Be back later. This has been Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.